Welcome to Blipcast, the Boring Lives of Interesting People podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Katie, Lady Lamy's cast with the K. Mesmero, the 27th PhD, a.k.a. the new little K. Did I say the episode number? I made such uh, a big deal of looking it up, and I don't know if I said it. <laughs> I don't remember the number, so Se- I'm going to say no. 74. This is episode 74. <laughs> this doesn't seem right. This week, <laughs> this month, is brought to you by the number 74. 74. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, that's appropriate, because it's Halloween! It is Halloween day on our day of this record, and I think we've done this before, or that one episode back when we had video was Halloween-themed, when I was a robot and you were you were Thor. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I, I might share that today just for, for kicks, and maybe even watch a little bit of it. And That seems creepy, but whatever. Watching my own Why old video show. Is it creepy? Hmm. I, don't know, I just... feel like that's just learning from your past mistakes (laughs) (laughs) that could be yeah that could be pretty cringeworthy but you know what yeah i'll look at it when you share it all right that way we'll be sad together (laughs) i will find that so uh what have you been doing for for halloween if anything because i know you had a big outing but let's talk about halloween first uh i went out and i fed the black cat behind our apartment because he doesn't have a home and he's very cranky and actually he wouldn't let me leave this morning he just kind of or yesterday morning i don't know <laughs> i don't know what day it is anyway uh he he likes to find me because i think he hears me based on my flip-flops and uh he'll come out and he'll like start screaming at me because that's like how he communicates and he'll like hiss but he's not like scared it's <laughs> a very weird cat anyway uh so i don't know if anybody feeds him so i just kind of go out there and give his skinny little body some good, nutritious, origin cat food. And, oh, you go high end. Well, we had to because the blue stuff was poisoning Kika. It gave her kidney stones, and then, like, I don't know. I've just heard horrible things about it, so I just switched. So this episode not brought to you by Blue. Is Blue a brand that I'm just not aware of? Um, yeah. Okay. They advertise a lot, and they're, like, everywhere now. For a little while, they were, like, um, purporting themselves to be a really good brand of cat and dog food. And then, like, studies came out that they had, like, 250 times the the lethal, not lethal, but um, poisonous dose of lead oh. in them. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what killed my cat, Timmy. Aww. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I just cut that short, uh, and now they eat yummy, yummy food. Good, good, good for yummy. Yeah. Boo on blue, boo on blue. Yeah. Right, boo on now. blue. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I did for Halloween. I fed a cat. What did you do for Halloween? <laughs> did you do any like pre? Well, damn it, I keep forgetting what you actually did in the weekend. Uh, so the actual Halloween weekends, uh, we made our <laughs> annual appearance at the Hellmouth hosted by Mixtape Majesty. Oh yeah! Uh, yeah. They do it every year, and it's it's this was. I don't know if we're like we were out of our normal element and feeling extra social or something, but this is the most we've talked to people 
and uh, enjoyed ourselves. It's crazy if you go to a party and you actually talk to people how much fun you can have. So <laughs> <laughs> we had a that really is true, but <laughs> it, it felt so foreign though. Yeah. Like catching up with friends we basically only see at this party. And then we just had this stranger come up who decided she wanted to talk to us and be our friend and know everything about us. So got the ins and outs of our relationship in like a five minute conversation. It was kind of weird. And uh but she was super nice. Uh her name was also Katie. I don't know what her costume was, but <laughs> she was she was there. She was cool. Um so yeah, I went to that and they had their their annual maze contest where Mixtapes, Fella John uh, dresses up like whatever pop culture horror figure he d he wants to be this year. He's been Leatherface. He's been My uh, Michael Myers. This year he was the Babadook. And uh, oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that's horrifying. It, uh, it was it was it was bad. I mean, it was like great, but it was also scary because John can be terrifying. <laughs> we don't do the mazes because, uh, again, I'm a wimp and don't understand why people make themselves scared on purpose. Uh, so it's you're going through a maze and then John's popping out at you and I don't want to be popped out at. But uh... Yeah, I remember the one time I went, that was like the worst idea to me. In fact, I think when she said it was free to like go into, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> So they did that. Then they had their cost costume contest. And, oh, our costumes. Uh, Katie Bear and I like to attempt to do some sort of couple's costume. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year we kind of couldn't come up with anything for a really long time. And then maybe a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, we were watching an old Bob's Burgers. And Gene walks into the room and Tina's trying to think of a Halloween costume. And he goes, hey, we got a great Halloween pun costume for you. It's Chewbacca. It's Chewbacca in a cheerleader outfit. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I so, didn't see that. So I was like, oh, my God, that's my costume because I have a Chewbacca onesie and like we just have to find a uh, a cheerleader outfit. And she's like, all right, cool. What should I be? And that was another week of trying to figure that out. <laughs> and then eventually we decided, all right, so it's got to be Star Wars. And it's got to be a pun. It doesn't necessarily we wanted it to kind of relate to mine. But ultimately, you're like, fuck it. It doesn't matter if it's the same if it's in the same world. You're going to be ham solo. So Katie put on a curly tail, some hoof glove things, and a pig snout and ears, and it looked amazing. And we we Googled it. it. <laughs> People have done ham solo before, but I don't know. This is a lot of fun. And then Chewbacca, apparently no one's followed through on that, or I misspelled it or something because I could not find any Instagram posts about it or stuff on Reddit. But uh, it was a lot of fun dressing up, being silly. And then sure. uh, actual Halloween day today, I worked and uh, downtown Davis had their annual, like the businesses ha hand out candy to kids that her parents take their kids around to businesses so they don't have to go out at night or something. It's like safer. It's during the daytime. Kids can still look at costumes, but they shut down a lot of downtown for this. And it's just thousands of parents and thousands of kids running around. <laughs> and, I, and I saw two amazing costumes today. Uh, I don't know how old this kid was because his costume covered almost his entire body. But there was a child who was a space shuttle. Oh, my God. That's amazing. The costume was clearly handmade, but it was done really well. And it had, like, the, the white shuttle that, you know, like, the wing and stuff on it. And then the huge orange, like, rocket cylinder things. And <laughs> it was it's just a kid waddling down the street and that. Couldn't even hold his own bucket of candy. And then the next costume I saw, like, right after that, was a kid who was wearing, like, 
a dress shirt and jeans and then had a bandana around his mouth like a like a cowboy or bandit might but then he was pushing a lawnmower so he was a gardener oh my god is that racist <laughs> uh well depends on where your mind goes with it <laughs> I don't know if it was a racist per se, but it was uh, somebody who was gardening who was uh, aware of dust in the air. So that could <laughs> I be like that better. That could we'll be anybody. That. that could be anybody. I mean, uh, something I was going to come back to. My dad and I went to a big concert thing, and uh, a lot of people were wearing bandanas around their masks because dust was getting kicked up in the air because oh. it was dry as fuck. And all those people were right because I had really weird, dirty, like dirt boogers for like the next week. All right. Well, what we've learned here is that I'm the racist for thinking that. So maybe, maybe. Put on that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a kid who uh, used to go to Katie's school that she teaches at, and every time the gardener was come around, she would get super excited. She would run up to the window and be, "Oh my God, the gardeners are here! The gardeners!" So there are just kids out there that love the idea of gardeners. I don't know <laughs> if it's the power tools or the landscaping and just playing in nature, but kids love gardeners and trash like trash men i did see that yeah yes yeah, so i was just about to connect with you on that but you beat me to it and what? you connected with yourself <laughs> if anyone should connect with me it's got to be me <laughs> or something oh i mean i work today too so i guess i sort of celebrated kind of maybe but... is working celebratory for halloween well, we got to dress up at work, like, and I just did a super lazy thing because it's warmer than I'd like here. Uh, if it was going to be actually cold, I was going to go as Chewbacca. But if it was like middle mid range, which I guess it technically was, but I get hot easy, I was going to go as uh, Prince from Purple Rain because I've just got that unlocked. <laughs> but, That's right. <laughs> so instead, it was like 82 degrees. I'm like, oh, I just want to wear like a t-shirt. So I went to Scott Pilgrim, which was just a Smashing Pumpkins t-shirt and wristbands. And everyone was like, where's your costume? And I put on the wristbands. I'm like, here it is. And they're like, I don't know what that is. And I went, Scott Pilgrim. They're like, I don't know what that is. So I was like, okay, cool. Never mind. So. Too hipster. Did you get to dress up at work in any way? Um, I think we could have, but I didn't because I'm boring. I did wear a shirt that is highly reminiscent of a Hawaiian shirt, though. So I was just an old white guy. For Halloween, I guess. One of my coworkers, uh, who is a woman who's maybe early 60s, uh, she, that's what she went as. She put on a Hawaiian shirt, socks up to her knees, like cargo shorts, cargo shorts, a like wicker hat, and painted a mustache on. And she's like, "I'm an old man." On, <laughs> she's like, "I'm an old man on vacation." We're like, "Great, that's amazing." Wait, did she have a fanny pack? Uh, I believe so. Yes. All right. Like everything. Costume complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That was basically my entire Halloween. I mean, we could do my things to teach early because it's about Halloween. You know, well, the, the origins of Halloween. But if you would like to save that for the end of the episode, like you normal, we can do that too. You know, we're we're in the spirit. Let's go Halloween All right. facts. All right. So, you know, like a month ago when I told you about like what it's actually called, mm -hmm. I said like shaman or something. Yeah, like the antics thing. <laughs> It's uh, actually pronounced Sawin, Sawin, sorry, Sawin, even though it's spelt S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Somehow that makes Sawin. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, Sawin. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Um, it is uh, traditionally so. This is like a, a Gaelic uh, holiday, kind of holiday festival. I don't know. It's the end of the harvest this season, um, and it like it's saying that winter's coming. I guess. Um, Game of Thrones. I've seen it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sorry to not be interesting to you. Um, so traditional festivities include apparently slaughtering cattle. Because um, I think they were like stocking up on food for the winter, you know. Um, and lighting bonfires. Uh, at the bonfires, they're supposed to be like dancing and um, making prayers to fairies. Uh, they're all, they're called s she. <laughs> In, in Gaelic, uh, uh, Gaelic, whatever, however you pronounce it. And um, that was so that people could survive the winter. They thought that the fairies were the people, people, things that like watched over them and helped them get through the tough winter months. So they had the bonfires to appease them. Um, feasting is a thing. And apparently trick-or-treating comes from people going door to door wearing like masks and stuff to hide from the fairies and they would ask for food after like singing carols and stuff um and like it seems like they would have like little like town fairs or something where they would do like divination and apple bobbing <laughs> and apparently there's some sort of party trick with nuts i don't know <laughs> i want to hear about this nut trick well, I don't. There's not really much information on it. Um, it just says a festival that often involves nuts and apples. Sounds like my kind of party. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. And that's why. That's we, Halloween. And that's why I saw seven mimes today. Seven mimes. Yeah, there are a lot of kids in this like Halloween parade thing that dresses mimes. Mime? That's exciting, I guess. I have a friend who dresses a mime too. Mimes are in, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a non-offensive Halloween costume because yeah, we're for French. Nobody likes mimes, even the French. That's probably true. I didn't see a single <laughs> mime when I was in France, so <laughs> I'm, I don't think they're real. Um, they are. Oh, okay. I think they were the the first clowns. Because I think the modern day clown is was like created in America as a um, as a racist caricature of um, black people, and yeah, so there's that. Good times, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> America, what's your problem? For so many things. Everything. <laughs> So what have you been up to other than uh, taking down clowns? Taking down clowns. Um, I went to TwitchCon over the weekend and had some pretty interesting times. I learned that vodka is slow to react in the blood. <laughs> okay. I drank a very sugary drink and... Now, it doesn't make me feel as shitty as, like, champagne, mm -hmm. but it definitely comes on strong, like, 30 minutes to an hour after you drink it. 
All right. Have you had this experience? <laughs> no, not exactly. I I mean, I drink beer pretty regularly, and uh, actually right now I've got my own makeshift dark and stormy that I'm sipping on, which is uh, oh. spice rum, ginger beer, and since we don't have um, any lime or lime juice, I'm going super white trash, and I threw in some 7-Up. <laughs> it's delicious. Uh, so I've got that going, but I don't get like the hour delayed drunk punch. Do you just mean like drunk or do you mean like you feel hungover? So I don't know that I've ever been drunk. I think I immediately become hungover mm-hmm. based on what I've told Dan and Dan's told me about like my symptoms. Cause like when I start to feel it, I'll be dizzy and really tired and like, I like things feel slower, I guess. That sounds drunk to me. Really? You get dizzy when you're drunk? Uh, if I go hard enough, yeah. Why would anybody want to be drunk? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really know. Like, when I try and justify it, and like, if I overthink it like that, I just stare at it. I'm like, why am I doing this? But I'm like, I also like the taste of beer. Yeah, I like... I like the taste of fruity drinks. And so, like, especially because I'm trying to cut soda out. I'm, like, having it once a week now, mm-hmm. if that. Um, like, I basically drank a whole bunch this weekend because I didn't allow myself any soda, which makes zero sense. Yeah, those, because that's there's way a lot more of sugar. sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I just... Uh, I don't know. It's it's not a pleasant experience. Uh, TwitchCon though is is that like a bunch of streamers getting together in the same room and then streaming next to each other all at once or panels or something? Well, I like the first thing because that's called a LAN party. <laughs> but the not, second thing, not like to each other, just like they have <laughs> they. It becomes like okay. So to bring it back to podcast a little bit. They had this thing called the LA Podfest a couple of years, and they had a room that was just devoted to people bringing phones and doing interviews on the spot for podcasts. So podcasters were interviewing each other. People that are doing live shows there were interviewed or being interviewed. So it became this big, like, incestual orgy of podcasts. That's kind of what I imagine TwitchCon is. It's just a big convention room. Everyone's got their own computer. They pop from spot to spot, say hi to each other. It's networking. It's intermingling. But it's also constantly streaming and getting hits and clicks and all that. I'm not even close, am I? So, I mean, kind of. But it's all separated. So, yes, there's a lot of intermingling and a lot of um, networking. But there's also... There's these little booths in the far right corner of the of the um, floor where you can go stream, but there's only like six pods, so you basically have to have reserved it. Most of the time, though, people are not streaming, though. So unless you're already like a really well-known streamer, you're not going to be doing that while you're there. Um, however... The big streamers make so much money that TwitchCon slash Amazon have to pay them a lot of money in order to be there. <laughs> so you have these people who are really, really good at um, like Fortnite or PUBG, and they're competing in tournaments against each other over the weekend. Um, and they're being paid by TwitchCon and Amazon to do so. So, like... 
it's there, but mostly the point of TwitchCon is to meet other people who are streaming or who like to watch streams. Um, and there's panels. The panels usually involve like <laughs> there's stuff that ranges from like mental health and streaming because some people go really hard and then they break themselves and then they stop streaming um, to like how to grow your network and your brand or like um, our lawyer friend does a panel on like fair use and how to actually get around like DMCAs and stuff like that. Um, so like there's useful stuff there, but I've gone so many times that I don't watch any of the panels because none of them pertain to me and none of them are any new information. And uh, I just kind of tail Dan the whole time while he just says hi to everybody and shakes everybody's hand and hugs everybody. And yeah. It sounds uh, like you should have a panel. But about what? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're like, I know all the things. Like, I mean, if you combine all the things in a one concise panel and out panel all the other panelists. You're, you become a queen paneler. See, but I don't talk good, so... We, we should talk then, because we have a show <laughs> where we just talk at each other. You're like, hey, this isn't working out. 74 episodes in, we should finally... <laughs> okay, this is awkward. I don't know, like... You know I don't speak well in front of other people. Anyway, point being, it's not information that's new or relevant enough to me to spend an hour sitting in a room watching somebody else talk about it all right you know yeah i don't know it's more fun for me just to be out on the floor with dan as he meets other people because that way i can make new connections and hopefully get a job <laughs> i don't have a job yet <laughs> one day but anyway yeah i mean like it's a good experience to go to if do you go to experiences? I think you just experience experiences. It's a good experience yeah. if you're a streamer <laughs> or somebody who enjoys watching streams. But I would not say that it's a must, especially if you make a lot of money over your weekends. <laughs> mm, I don't. Um, Maybe I should go to this. Yeah. It's like, so streaming, Find out how to make what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> but it's like, I think tickets this year were like 100 and I mean after fees and everything it was like 186 bucks for the whole weekend. Um wow. and then our room ended up being almost $500 and that was only for two nights. Damn. Yeah. It seems fun on paper. I know, right? <laughs> it's not um, my scene at all, but I'm curious enough to like go and be like what the hell is this? Well, it's getting kind of crazy because everybody is going and they're making all these new partners and they introduce this thing called affiliates where it's like basically Twitch recognizes you as a person who streams more than once a year and they pretend that it's something interesting or special. So they give you like a sub button, but it's only so that they can collect money <laughs> from the people who watch you. I don't know. It's a it's a really weird thing. I shouldn't be dissing Twitch, but I mean, they definitely know how to make money, and uh, they definitely know how to sell it to be like, oh yeah, you're great, and what we're doing is you know recognizing that when that's not at all what's happening. 
I may be cynical. <laughs> I mean. But anyway, so now there's like a ton of fucking people there. And each year they're putting it in a smaller and smaller venue. That so seems they sold like the out, opposite way to go. Right? They sold out a at 40,000 tickets. So there were approximately 40,000 people there. And um, the partner party, which is supposed to be for partners, <laughs> ended up um, being in the Ch- uh, San Jose Children's Museum. And... Um, or like children's museum of art or something. I don't remember what it is. Not but, a museum uh, of children. Yeah, that'd be kind of gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the San Diego Museum of Man, but for children. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I can and, go to that. Yeah, I need to go to that too. I have no excuse since I'm right here. But I, I went anyway. and I don't really remember. <laughs> I remember a special exhibit for torture, which I think I talked about. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, no, I went to that too a really, really long time ago. I think it... I don't, I don't think it's around here right now, so I think it's a traveling exhibit. But anyway, um, so uh, we went to go into the partner party. We showed up like an hour and a half late, so, I mean, that's part of the problem. But the other part of the problem is that they didn't account for all of the partners who had gone to TwitchCon plus their plus ones. And people were bringing plus ones in that they didn't even know. So... Like, an hour before the party started, they sent out an email saying, well, we're only going to allow pre-registered plus ones, but that didn't end up getting enforced. So when we got there, there was a blockade of, like, (laughs) I want to say, like, 300 people just waiting in line to get into this place, and they weren't letting anybody in. We were there for, like, 30 or 40 minutes, and the line didn't move at all. Um, and we heard people say that it was super packed in there and like, it was so loud that you couldn't hear anybody talking. Um, I did, however, meet Jenna Marbles. Do you know Jenna Marbles? Oh, wait, yeah, maybe I do. I'm going to look her up. This sounds really familiar. She's a a YouTube, YouTubist. Um, and she streams with her, um, boyfriend, Julian. Uh, no. Uh, really? I, was she like She's on so a, popular, though. Was she, like, on At Midnight or something? She, maybe. I don't know. She's, like, one of the most popular YouTubers. No. Anyway, so okay. I met her, and she's really, really nice. And I was, like, <laughs> she's, like, the only person I'm, I fangirl over. But, um, we, we spotted them walking to the party, and Dan asked if I wanted to go meet her, and I was like, no, 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 no. And then, so he brought me over, because he doesn't listen to me. <laughs> and um, he said hi to Julian, because he had met Julian like three or four times before. And um, Julian recognized him, and he introduced us to um, to Jenna. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know you guys are probably relaxing, because like, it had been a really fucking long day. It was like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I didn't want to bother them. And um, she was like, oh, no, no. And then she hugged me. And it was so sweet. She's so nice. In fact, um, I think Dan posted a picture of us meeting um, on Instagram. If you want to go look at it. On my way. Because my, my lazy Googling is not answering any of my questions. <laughs> like, I know I've heard the name, but... No. Oh, that's not even Dan. That's somebody else. 
There's there's my family. My failure. I see a cat. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I saw this picture, and I liked it, but I didn't really know who I was liking. So, cool. I helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I met her. It was great. And that's basically my TwitchCon rant. Uh, I have a question about this Jenna Marbles picture now that I'm looking at it again. Who is the person on both of their shirts? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Me and Dan were talking about that for like three hours after. We had no idea. That would have been question number one. Hi. Okay. I know you're whoever you are, but why? Who's that? <laughs> I, just, I was too starstruck. I <laughs> just hope it's not something Sorry. sad. No. Okay. No. I just... No. They're very sweet people. It's not going to be anything weird. You mean like sad like he died? Yeah. Or... That's what I mean. I mean, it oh. could be like. Well, I feel like they wouldn't be wearing that him on tie dye if that were the case. Maybe like tie dye. <laughs> if I have a memorial shirt of me, I want like a full length like duster, but it's tie dye. Noted. All right. All right. So that's at your funeral. That's that's gonna be the dress code. Yeah, that's what everyone wears. They'll hand them out at the door. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> All right. Maybe matching that's hats. Fun. You might want to put this in your will, so you know we have to follow it. I should get a will. <laughs> Quick, lawyer friend, make me a will. Thank you. I can't just do that. Also, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, do it. You're taking law classes. You've got me beat. I am more lawyer than you. I don't think it works that way. It's the way it works for most things. <laughs> like, I've never, uh, like, butchered a pig or anything, but some guy may have, so he's more butcher than me. Uh, I have jaywalked probably more than you. I'm more jaywalker than you. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, okay. Nailed it. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so I have, of course, gone to a bunch of shows because that's all I do. Um, so a show I went to that was a lot of fun. Fuck, did I talk about Did I talk about going to see Death Cab for Cutie? I think so, yeah. Never mind that one then. Uh, so the next show after that, I went to go see Deep Purple and Judas Priest with my dad. And that was a lot cool. of fun. They, uh, yeah, they're both ancient bands, but they're two huge metal acts that I haven't seen before, or like proto-metal, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Judas Priest were kind of amazing live. They put on just the most ridiculous, like, heavy metal show you could ever have because they've been doing it, and they invented all the tropes, and they do them better than anybody else. Did uh, they have a little miniature um, Stonehenge? No. <laughs> No, that was actually Black Sabbath they're making fun of in that. But, uh, oh, whatever. No, sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> but they did uh, have a song where vocalist Rob Halford rode out on stage on a motorcycle all of like 20 feet. And then they played the song <laughs> Hellbent for Leather while he used the motorcycle to hold himself up because I think he was tired or something. He, he did a lot of the song shrieking, just like bent over the motorcycle. It could be part of his act. I don't know, but it was ridiculous and metal and super fun. Wait, was the motorcycle on? Uh, at first, I don't. I'm assuming they turned it off when they started the song. Otherwise, Mike would have absolutely picked it up because it was a Harley. See, yeah, okay. Uh, but then <laughs> it just sounds horrible. That's all. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a weird thing, but it felt super unnecessary. And then at the end of the set, they just slowly wheeled the motorcycle off stage. <laughs> 
like somebody like holds it by its handles and walks it off. They don't write it off or anything. It's not like how he leaves stage, which would be fucking badass if he went off like a cool jump and then threw a ring of fire. But I'll cut him a break. He's 70. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that'd be dangerous. <laughs> at another point during the set, a song that has nothing to do with anything, well, anything that he did, he had just a lightsaber, like one of the fancy high-end replica lightsabers and was just like wagging it around and showing it to people and it's like doing like sword things and then he put it away there was no mention of it before or no mention of it after but he just had a lightsaber for some reason and i follow rob halford on instagram he has multiple lightsabers so he does it every show with different lightsabers and i don't get it so well probably because like he bought these 300 dollars lightsabers and he's like what the fuck am i gonna do with this oh <laughs> i know everybody likes lightsabers i'll bring them on stage that's he, exactly what he did <laughs> he's probably not wrong most people like saw the lightsaber and got very excited so <laughs> uh then after them was deep purple who i don't know they predate black sabbath i think and they turn out like i always forget this fact they're my dad's favorite band ever and mm-hmm. he's never seen them. So us going to see them was like, a, oh. it wound up being like a huge deal. And they played like all his old favorite songs. And I've never seen my dad like rock out at a show this hard. And he was super into it. That's so good. And they were really good as well. Um, so I, I mean, I kind of feel like both of them are on their farewell legs. But they, sure. if they come back around, I'd see either again. And then. Well, fantastic. Show success next show <laughs> <laughs> the next show is a biggie uh i think it was the next week or two weeks later my dad and i went to aftershock again but we only went for one day because mm-hmm. two days last year was kind of a lot and there wasn't a lot on either sh- either day i really wanted to see so my dad wanted to see system of a down and allison chain so we made that happen uh so i saw them system of a down i've seen four times now in the last 12 years and they've basically played the same set every time because they haven't put out new material in 12 years so anytime sure, they... but they have so many songs okay yeah anyway. they, they played like 30 songs or something in an hour and 20 minutes it was ridiculous well i mean yes but their songs are all two minutes long so yeah. it makes sense yeah so they definitely like got through them real quick and then uh people went ape shit i had a guy during their set who was as wide as he was tall and just like all muscle, just fucking <laughs> juggernaut through the crowd to get to the front. Like he put his head down, led with his shoulder and just charged through people. And wow. I've never seen it in real life work so well. <laughs> like if the guy doesn't play football, he should, or I don't know if he does not have a second job as the Kool-Aid man, he should look into it. Cause I it, like that. it was, it was so annoying being hit by him, but it was also incredible to watch it happen. <laughs> Uh, also play that day was at the drive-in who's basically like the band that Mars Volta came from and then it went back to so they were a lot of fun and really energetic and then the rest of the day was kind of just like killing time before those bands so I caught up with the people I knew from uh, my old radio job I went around to all these booths and just like talked to people that were selling shit I didn't care about uh like i went to a zippo tent and talked to people that were just giving away zippos i don't have a reason to have a lighter or zippo but i talked to them for a while and i didn't get one and i just sort of left i saw a bunch (laughs) hold on you didn't get a free zippo no no they had a huge line that was like a couple hours long and you got up there you have to spin a wheel to figure out which color you got or something i'm like i don't really want one that bad i just want to see what what's going on oh okay fair (laughs) and then um at that 
that show, they had a tent for the Punchline Comedy Club, and they had like a thing on their Instagram that's like, "Come say hi and get free tickets to these shows." And I was like, "All right, cool." So I went over, I said hi, and like, "How do we get tickets to the shows?" They're like, "Well, our boss isn't here right now, so we don't really have anything to give away just yet. So come, come back later, in like 20 minutes or so." So actually, I went and saw this band I do like that I forgot to mention called Slothrust. They are like part punk, part indie, and part like sludge metal. That's 100% what their name sounds like. Yeah. So I'm happy for them. <laughs> it's, a, it's like an adorable band name. And then they're just like a trio. And they have a, a guitarist who's just like really fucking good. And she's got a really cool voice. And so I checked them out and I came back. And they're like, all right, cool. A boss is here. What show do you want? I was like, uh, Brian Posehn. They're like, all right, here you go. So I got free tickets oh, to go see to go see Brian Posehn. The like that's awesome. The following weekend, so that's my last show that I went to. Uh, and and Guyo Belum opens, uh, so that's always fun because Guyo's real like real fun. Sacramento Phenom, yeah, to I quote like him a lot. to quote Doug Benson. And then Brian Posehn was fucking incredible and really funny. And they gave out these cool posters where he's wearing like black metal makeup. So got a free poster, got a free comedy show. Good times. That's incredible. It was a good series of uh, shows. Great success. Yeah, exactly. To bort it. To bort it? <laughs> to bort it. It was very Irish of you. I've been. I can talk like that now. That's the law, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm almost out of European candy and I'm very upset. Wait, what? I'm almost out of European candy. No, I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm very upset. <laughs> we have these... Oh, I didn't even know you bought candy in europe i bought so much candy so what did you get we got uh like weird kit kats so i got like the kit kats over there are real milk chocolate unlike the chocolatey stuff over here because it's not real milk chocolate like i don't think they can legally call it milk chocolate here so they already taste better but then you get into weird flavors so i had some like lemon ones that uh were yeah yeah, they were okay they were kind of weird they had kind of had like a chocolate orange vibe but lemon so okay in small bits then i had um was it uh cheesecake maybe was one of yeah. them that was that was surprisingly good a uh, cookies and cream which was great peanut butter which was great them. yeah and a couple others but then i had a bar called lion bar which is kind of like a uh, 100 100 grand or something okay and then uh toffee or something like that anyway just a, pun- a bunch of really good stuff and I'm on my last of it, and I'm sad. Some Cadbury stuff. So I guess I got to well, go back soon. I mean, don't they have some of that stuff at um, Cost Plus? Yeah, but it's not. You don't, <laughs> you don't get it. You don't understand. I understand. You, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that you don't understand. So, just wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. European candy. Yes, you can get some at Cost Plus. That's where I got Lion Bars since, but you can't get all the Kit Kats. Oh, wait. Isn't there, like, a <laughs> a box that sends you candy from around the world? Oh, that's it's like... right. I've been meaning to look into that. <laughs> uh, I really should not be doing this live because it makes, you know, obviously great podcasting, but now I'm super interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm also looking up candy from around the world. Listeners, follow along. <laughs> Um, here I guess I'll poke at something in my notes. Uh, so I saw some movies, not too many, oh, yeah? but uh, I this is an oldie, but uh, in the spirit of Halloween, I watched Coraline for the first time. 
fucking terrifying, right? Yeah, I when it wrapped, I, I looked at Katie. I'm like, all right, I have two things. One, that movie is genuinely disturbing. Yeah. I, I don't like the button eye things. The the other world mother is horrifying. I don't get the whimsy vibe that I would expect from a kids movie. So is this really right. a kids movie? She's like, not at all. No, <laughs> not really. I was like, okay, cool. Was it advertised as one? I, was, I think she's like, I think so. And I've seen Paranorman, who's like kind of in the same verse. They they always get packaged together in like multi movie deals, and it's like those two and I forget the third. But uh, Paranorman, I felt was more kid friendly for an mm-hmm. animated movie that's in the like kid section on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was cool, and I I thought it was visually interesting and uh, out of left like definitely not what I was expecting. But I don't know if I liked it. I, 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 I'm on, I'm on the same page as you. I don't know if I like it because it's, I don't know. Like, I, I think the first time I watched it, I liked it out of sheer, like, oh, this is weird. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, this makes me really uncomfortable and I don't want to keep watching. (laughs) So I think I'm in the, I don't like it camp. I was somewhere between those two viewing experiences during my first viewing i'm like this is really interesting and i kind of want to see what happens next but also i want all the things that make me uncomfortable to stop which i think is all this movie is going to be and yeah yeah. uh so i got caught up there i guess um then for newer movies i saw the latest kira knightley movie colette which is yes it takes oh is that the one where she's like this awesome lesbian lady yes yeah. yeah, it's an awesome movie where she's an awesome lesbian lady. But also, <laughs> uh, it's a, a story about... It's a true story about an author who... Colette is her name, her pen name. And uh, she initially started off as her husband's like ghostwriter. And he wound up like just milking her for all these stories. And just like got all this fame and fortune out of her work. And it's a story like that. So it's kind of like that movie Big Eyes, but oh, I'd say but, but it's the same thing, just different media, medium. Right, for sure. And uh, yeah, it was a really cool movie. The only thing I didn't like about it is the time frame that it took place in. I find very boring, like late nineteen or late eighteen hundreds France, aesthetically and just time. That's like I find it so dull. Yeah. No, I, I, same. That's why I can never watch Kira Knightley movies, because that's, like, all she does. Oh, do you mean Phantom Menace? How dare you? <laughs> Wait, what? She's in Phantom Menace. She is... Who is she in Phantom Menace? She is fake Padme, when uh, Natalie Portman has... Oh, a, that's right! Yep, she's the doppelganger. Well, I mean, she's also in that new weird Nutcracker movie, but... Oh, oh yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> I have no idea. I... I was interested in it until I saw the fucking advertisement. Then I was like, (laughs) nah, I'm good. There are some cool movies coming out soon. That is not one of them, I gotta say. I think that's gonna be a hard pass. And then the uh, third... I haven't been... Go ahead. Oh, no. Nah, you said you haven't been. I haven't been paying any attention, so I don't know what's coming out. We are still trying to justify the $10 a month that MoviePass is taking from us. So we're always looking at movies that are coming out. And let's see what MoviePass is offering me today as far as things I could see. Uh, No showings. 
no showings and no showings. Maybe because it's oh you, you they hate you give, is one of the movies I could see that's playing tonight. So, I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm probably on my way out of the whole movie pass thing. I know a lot of people jumped ship a while ago, but they're smarter than me. Uh, but the last movie I have on my list is Sorry to Bother You. Did you see Sorry to Bother You? No. So, speaking of movies that it's not exactly what you signed up for, I didn't really know what I was signing up for other than it's a movie where a African-American guy gets a job as a telemarketer and finds that he makes more sales if he puts on a white voice. So he puts on his white voice, and his white voice is David Cross. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And he later meets a guy in the movie who's played by... Um, let me f find the right gentleman. Because I get their names mixed up, and I feel bad about it now. But he is voiced by Patton Oswalt. And the two of them talking to each other out of the... Uh, the voices or the, the bodies of these actors. Yes, it's Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. Oh my god. And he's voiced by Patton Oswalt. So That's incredible. So it it's actually like a post or I don't know if it's post apocalyptic per se. It might be like a present day alternate universe Oakland where there's some sort of Amazon style company that's slowly taking over everything around them through like just terrible business practices and they're trying to get raises at their job and it's this dystopia and then it's just chaos and i i recommend it but you'll have questions <laughs> i mean okay hold on what's it called again sorry to bother you sorry to bother you it's a little oh. sci-fi it's got moments that are funny but it's not really a comedy it's it's somewhere in between a bunch of genres okay I'll try and watch that soon, then we can talk about it. Sure. Oh, yeah, I haven't had a fucking moment to watch anything. I say this, but I watch, like, YouTube videos all the time while I'm <laughs> doing my work. Um, yeah, I see, I just edited two articles um, I for Law Review, and then I added footnotes into these... I mean, I guess I can't say anything about them because I'm still on Law Review, but just you wait. Give me one year and I'm going to badmouth all these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so our, our school hosts a symposium every year and we have to edit the articles. And um, the articles are never up to like law review standards. They're always just like the ramblings of the friend of one of the teachers. And... Neither of the articles that I was given had any footnotes whatsoever, so I just had to add them. However, my job isn't the hard part. I don't have to, like, go and find the support. I just have to put in the little footnotes. <laughs> I feel really bad for the site checkers, because that's what they have to do. I would like to ask one question before you continue. Absolutely. Is a symposium zimpo not as fun as it sounds? Because it's a word uh, that always sounded fun to me. Well, it's with an S, so it's far less more far less interesting Symposium? than Symposium? Yeah. Oh, fuck it then. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, it's yeah, it's not interesting. It's just a whole bunch of academics getting together and sharing thoughts. Uh, <laughs> academics. 
pretty much. That's how I feel after exiting law school. I say this before I've exited law school. <laughs> They'll hear you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you've done? Uh, I got a new... It's not really like a new job, but it's like something else I'm also doing. Uh, so I don't know if I've ever said this on the show, but it's been like a weird lifelong dream of mine to host a game show. Uh, I think game shows are a really fun thing to watch, and I think I'd just be kind of good at it. So I was looking for another like real-life big kid job on Indeed, and up came the listing for a quiz master in my area. <gasps> so I applied for it, and last Wednesday I finished training to become a quiz master. So starting next week, I'm going to be doing a weekly hosting a weekly quiz here in Davis under the geeks who drink umbrella of things but that doesn't matter they just make the quizzes i go up there and yell at people and they pay me for it so oh my god that's so great yeah i'm really excited <laughs> for it training has been really fun and uh i trained with three people who were like the training for it seemed kind of uh i mean i got a lot of different experience out of it and different angles for how to do it but three full things felt like too much so okay. the the first one, I just basically was, was there behind the scenes with the guy who's hosting, who is this guy that's been, I guess, been doing it for like three, four years. And he is this just like hyper aggressive, like mega, just like in your fucking face gay dude who opens his set with like this thing where he says, I'm the quiz master. Do not fuck with me. See this little box. And he opens the box and it's empty. He's like, those are the fucks I give. And he throws it on the table. And that's how he starts every night. I'm like, this guy's amazing. It's a little much though. I, well, <laughs> he's like, you know, I've had people take a swing at me when they didn't agree with like a quiz, but also like, I don't want to victim blame. I did not have it coming, but I do start my shows by saying, fuck you. So <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of get it. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going to do that, but I like your style. And ultimately, like, he, it's kind of like an in-joke there. And it's almost an entire room of regulars who know what his shtick. And he, he's super close with all of them, but it's just like this character he puts on. The next one was the exact opposite. It was this, uh, this, this girl who sits at, like, a table with a laptop and goes through her sound system, has, like, a PowerPoint up. With the, with the questions, she, like, reads them and kind of, like, interacts a little bit. Way more subdued. And that one, I read, read off a few questions or, like, rounds and did some grading and stuff like that. And the third one, I just did it start to finish. And I had a chaperone there who was just stoked to have a night off, I guess. So she was just there making sure nothing went wrong. Uh, something went wrong, but it's fine. Uh, there was a, a video round that involved just, like, showing a video and people had to guess what movie they were from. The video wouldn't play with sound despite me testing it at home and it working. So something about their setup and my setup didn't get along. So I decided cool. to call it a silent film round. <laughs> so I made everyone sit in silence and figure out which movies were. And then I showed them again. So that was fun and awkward. And <laughs> I now have a backup plan. So should that happen again? And yeah, so next Monday, I actually have a my unofficial first solo gig where I'm filling in for a guy here in town. And then Wednesday's my first regular night. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. I kind of want to make it into like a big nod to 70s game shows. And I have like 
uh, a song picked out that I'm going to come out to and like bed music that's going to be really cheesy. And honestly, I make it <laughs> tired of that whole shtick and just do like a normal quiz night and have music people actually like uh, under it and stuff like that. But for the first round, I'm going to go weird with it. Hell yeah. And after my first re- uh, week, uh, I then go on vacation. So week two is <gasps> not going to have me at all. <laughs> Where, where are you going? So my parents have been jealous of all Katie's and I, Katie and I's adventures. So they decided they want to do it big with us. And they got a, us the hotel and we're going to Disneyland for three <gasps> days. Yes! So my parents are going to Disneyland for the first time in 27 or 28 years when we went when I was a toddler of some sort. Aww. And that like, really cute picture you post every year. <laughs> with me and my dad at, at Disneyland with Mickey Mouse. We're going to try our best to recreate that. I asked my dad, I'm like, hey, can you lift me? He's like, what? Why? I'm like, <laughs> I showed him the picture. He's like, I can lift you long enough for that. So we're going to try and redo that picture, which is amazing. Um, yeah, but my mom has been like really jealous of going to Disneyland so much. She's like, I really want to go. And I'm like, dude, let's do it. If you want to go, we'll go with you. So I don't. Like, I think they came into some inheritance or something, and they're just like, fuck it, let's get a hotel, like, at the Disneyland Hotel, let's stay three nights, park hopper, and she sat Katie down and I, Katie and I down, we got on, like, our laptops and tablets and found the most thrifty way to do it, like, getting military discounts and doing all these little things here and there. So we go next, not next Tuesday, but the one after that, and we, well, we go Monday, uh, check in, go to downtown Disney, show them all that stuff. Tuesday, we're doing the parks until thursday friday we come back and that's uh so sure we went to disneyland paris in in uh, april but that's not the same <laughs> it really isn't yeah so, so that i've just been counting the days to that and work has been kind of stressful so it seems like the days are getting longer but i'm almost to vacation and i'm very excited <laughs> Why are the things getting more stressful? Is uh, that something we should talk about off the... Off, uh... I can d- dive deeper, but they uh, there's just, like, a lot of physical movement as far as, like, departments going. Like, we are physically moving the office I work into a new location, and we are also in the process of changing how we do a bunch of our jobs at the same time. The timing of it oh. all all feels rushed and poorly planned, but ultimately <laughs> it's, like kind of working out we're just like flying by the seat of our pants and hoping for the best and i keep saying i feel like little things are going to blow up in our face later but it's not going to be our problem because we said something now so (laughs) uh, which is a weird way to approach work every day but we're all in the same boat so that's cool i guess and like we can die we can dive deeper uh post recording sure yeah uh i think that's it for my my list Thing. Um, the only other thing I did is I went to a wedding two weekends ago. Cool. Um, and it was in Woodland, and we were there for a day and a half. What? Okay, <laughs> hold the fuck up. You didn't what? tell me you were in town. No, because I was in ha- town for a day and a half. I've got I half would've... a day. I've got an hour. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Not Were even... you even here the last weekend or two weekends ago? What weekend was that? That was so. Uh, it was like the 19th, I think. The 20th. Of October. Yeah. So we were we were there from like 9 a.m. on the 20th until the like 
7 p.m. on the 21st, and all of the 21st we spent with Dan's family. I honestly think we were having a lazy weekend then. Yeah, so, you know, you wouldn't have even said yes. You'd been like, I would love to, but I'm out of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me. I'm not, <laughs> not mad anymore. Yeah, so um, it was... Like, it was a really cute venue, but there were a lot of bees. Uh, what, um, what venue? Because I know of a handful from when we were looking. It was, like, God, I don't remember the, the street it's on, but it's out in the, like, out in the fields of Woodland. <laughs> um, it's got this cute little farmhouse. Um, we didn't go inside of it, though. Um, it's pretty modern inside. And then to the... I guess the right, if you're facing the house, there's like this big open space, and in the back there's a um, a fireplace and a little like I don't want, I don't want to say outhouse, but like it is. Uh, it's where people go to shit outhouse out of a house. Well, <laughs> no, like that's what not, that's exactly what it isn't, but it's like a house outside of the house, but it's like this little archway, and then I think there's like broom closets inside of it i don't know and then um there's like a pool right in front of that and then i have like this big like love sign that's that like lights up we took pictures in front of it those are also posted on instagram <laughs> <laughs> um yeah if none of that's ringing a bell then you probably didn't look at it but um it was a nice little venue it was uh it looked a lot more expensive than I think it probably was, which is good. Um, I mean, relatively speaking, if that's what you're going for. And I think most people do. Like, isn't that such a weird thing about weddings? Like, you want it to look expensive. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, and I did not have a great time. Because, like, I don't know if it was just my meds or what, but there was a point in the evening where I just, like, I was just sitting because I didn't want to be doing anything. And everybody, because they're like a really, uh, I guess, active family. They're very like, we all love each other kind of thing. Like they were trying to get me to dance. And like I really didn't fucking want to dance. And I wanted people to stop like asking me to. And so like there was a moment where I was just like watching people dance and like be uh, together, I guess. And I just like couldn't fucking handle it and I had to like leave and like <laughs> go chill in the bathroom for a little bit but um yeah so that kind of made me decide that I didn't want to get married so all right yeah that'll probably change but it was just such a horrible experience I don't know it just made me feel like fucking sociopathic because I was like ah, god I don't like people people suck <laughs> uh I you know I kind of get what you're saying like Honestly, when I got married, a big part that was stressed me out for months, no, a year going into it, was, wow. <laughs> was simply the dancing. The fact that it's expected and part of it. And then when like we started dancing, I was like, fuck, I don't know how to dance. I'm just going to do what I can do. And it instantly became like just kind of a dumb thing that I felt like I was just doing a bit the whole time. Which, I mean, I'd rather be a decent dancer for like Katie's sake, but also it was fun just to be an idiot with, with her. Sure, uh, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of pressure on weddings that just shouldn't be there. And it can just be a fun party. And I, I highly 
uh, recommend a fun party. Whether or not you call that a wedding or not, you do you. That's true. Because hmm. ultimately, it was like us trying to get our favorite people we could to hang out with us. And like, I mean, it's ultimately a celebration of her and I, but just right. people being there. And then, you know, it brought people together we haven't seen in a while. You came in from out of town. We saw people we haven't seen in a long time, like people went to college with. And it was just like the kind of going from person to person in a, like a rush to see everybody is sort of stressful. But <laughs> once like all the wedding stuff was done, like it was great. Like just hanging out and seeing everyone again. That that part's amazing. For sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess, yeah, it does have its uses. I just like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one of my, well, not one of my friends, one of Dan's friends is uh, having a kind of like a wedding but it's like just the after party part cool. i think they're probably going to like the city hall to get like their papers or whatever and then like we're just having may the 4th at their house so nice <laughs> yeah right it's a good way to celebrate but yeah so that's my wedding story well happy wedding to them <laughs> uh before yeah. we wrap i have one of my recommendations that i like to do uh, last year, at some point, I recommended the St. Vincent album Mass Seduction. I, if I didn't, mm. I really meant to because it was my favorite album of the year. Uh, so, on the an like oddly enough, on the anniversary of that album coming out, she released in like piano acoustic version of the album called Mass Education, mm -hmm. which the album in its first place is this big poppy like sexually free anthemic like album about like finding love and just like loss and and all that and it's like kind of a big emotional journey and when she stripped it away and just made it into like piano ballads the the like lyrics of the songs hit so much harder and it's such just like a devastating listen but it's so beautiful so oh, that sounds nice so uh mass education by saint vincent because annie clark can do no wrong is my recommendation <laughs> for this episode i like that <laughs> yeah all right so that i believe will do it for this episode yeah. If you want to talk to us, you may do so at blipcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash blipcast, twitter, blipcast. Uh, I am at Ovacord. She's at Lady Laumis. Thank you for listening. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I mean, this is probably going to go up tomorrow or the day Whatever. after. Happy yeah, November. Happy friends. November. <laughs> Bye. I forgot. Good? Yeah, I forgot our last episode. We were talking about Danzig and Halloween and stuff, or something uh -huh. like that, because the chat is still there, and it's like, oh, I forgot about the Danzig thing. I'm like, we've talked about fucking Danzig. <laughs> I should listen to this show. <laughs> See, we're interesting sometimes. <laughs> Mostly boring, <laughs> but bull, bull, doesn't really work. BLBP. Boring lives of boring people. Yeah, also, I don't think anyone would ever listen to that. <laughs> Just groans. <laughs> uh, hold on, I need to check one more thing. I, I don't believe my self, apparently. That's kind of a problem. Well, it's a number I put in my phone as to what episode we're on, and I always double and triple check it. And I can't spell our podcast. I just put in... <laughs> Blupcat, B-L-U-P-C-A-A-T. 
I mean, that's that could be another offshoot. Blubcat. Blubcat. What would Blubcat be about? Uh, our cats talking to each other. Why can't we just set that up and make that its own show? <laughs> Lock our cats in a room or a box. My cats love boxes anyway. And put a microphone in there and then just record their sounds to one another. That sounds wonderful. Not at all. It also cool. requires me transporting my cat to your cats, though. So. Not the same box. That that seems like an import, like in a bad way. No, I mean if they're supervised, they're not gonna like attack each other. Also, she's very very nice. So. Uh, Dennis is kind of an asshole. Dennis is an asshole, <laughs> and uh, Geezer gets feisty, but mostly she's a sweetheart. <laughs> anyway, shall we? Yeah. Catwalks Production.